Hey, Road Trippin. Our next partner has a product we're personally using every day. We're all taking Athletic Greens because we want more energy, better immune systems, and we all got tired of taking pills and vitamins. Want to see what the hype is all about? It's obvious. Every scoop of Athletic Greens tastes great and helps us to feel our best in the morning. We have the peace of mind knowing that we're beginning every day with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, and even probiotics. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin' and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin'. Get started today. Hey, it's Kevin Hart with my pal, Catherine O'Hara. Now, I'm more of a bestie. Kind of, sort of. Right now, we're cash backing on everything we need for the holidays with Chase Freedom Unlimited. I got some ornaments and lights. Tis the season to cash back. And lots of wrapping paper. Maybe you're cash backing on a present bought for me? Uh, about that. I know. I know you're kidding. Am I? How do you cash back? Learn more at chasefreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Here we are. Let's roll. How did I ever get so lucky to be surrounded by three wildcats? What a treat. Uh, this is road tripping. <laughs> RJ and Channing. We I'm your host. Like that? <laughs> That's how we are going to start. I'm your host, Allie Clifton, Richard, Chan- Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry. And um, our guest today is probably the, the best Lucky. wildcat of them all. <laughs> Luke Wallen. <laughs> He's been on the podcast before. Uh, no, I have, I reluctantly, that. because of comments like Channing's. But I, I, I do listen to the podcast, and I enjoy I enjoy the podcast. Oh, thank you. I appreciate thank you, you lying to our listeners. I appreciate yeah, you lying you, to our no, listeners. I listen, I listen to, uh, to when you and Jaspin had to uh, oh, that was publicly funny. debate your fantasy football squad. Fuck Jaspin. <laughs> Gosh, so strong. How is your team doing, Richard? How is your team doing? Look, man, look, we have up years, we have down years. Last year, the Rams won the Super Bowl. This year, they're three and nine. Like, this is the way it goes sometimes. So, yeah. you know, um, you know, it's part of it. You know, we're fine. We're fine. That's all you need to know. Wow. Yeah. This is a special episode, and um, we're going to dive into um, the heart and soul of it, if you will. Um, there is a documentary out right now. Um, you can check it out on CBS and CBS sports networks, um, surrounding that of, uh, college basketball. And the documentary is called loot. It obviously is a a documentary on legendary coach Luke Olson, his journey and him rebuilding. I actually watched it today, him rebuilding, um, that of the Arizona basketball team, men's basketball team. Luke is a narrator of it. It was wonderful. Um, Rich and Channing are in it as well. But before we dive into all of that, I think we need to like set the table because a couple of people, even over the last couple of days have asked me, um, the three of you, your friendship, where it started, how it began the overlapping in college. Um, can you, can you remind us all? Why are you laughing, Richard? Oh no, I'm laughing because it's like, The funny thing, when I think about our friendship, I think about like, of all the things, I think about how like 
Channing's an adult now, and he was always like our little brother, right? Like we used to drive down to watch him win a state championship, like me, Luke, Gilbert, Jay Gardner. We were all there for his draft. But, you know, really it just, you know, we've all been pretty much friends since we were in high school. Yeah, Luke well, gave me my first beer because he didn't have nothing else in his damn refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were 21, though, right, Channing? Dude, you were, you yeah, were definitely. Yeah, he might, definitely. Have been, he might have been 23 at that time. Yeah, yeah my- it might have been a senior year. It was well, right Allie, before he lost his virginity. Oh, boy. Not this time. To your question, Allie. Um, Why do I feel like you are the adult of the group for Luke? Because he's <laughs> not. That's the thing. He's only like that out. Like he's only like that publicly. Privately, he is nowhere near this person. But he's again a why, why I reluctantly come on the on the on the podcast. <laughs> um, so Luke, who obviously is Hall of Fame, or you know, none of us would be where we're at without him, had. Richard had Richard, myself, and a kid, Ricky Anderson, uh, come on a recruiting trip together. It was the really the first time we, the three of us, hung out. And this is <laughs> this is how good Luke got in that program. Got we were you know three of the top rated small forwards coming out of high school the same year, and we went on our recruiting trip, and Miles Simon and Mike Bibby hosted us, and. Coach Olson tells, brings all three of us the same weekend. We all play the same spot. <laughs> and he says, listen, I have two open scholarships. First two to first two to commit, have them. So <laughs> Richard and I, both uh, who Arizona was our dream school, uh, as soon as the trip ended and before we got on our plane, both of us se- separately, but we did the same thing. We committed on the spot uh, because that's how – you know, how much we wanted to play for Luke. Uh, but the fact that his recruiting had gotten so good that he could just bring us in against ourselves and have it work uh, was pretty was pretty special. And that's where Richard and our friendship began. Um, Ricky, who then uh, had his dad, his dad also played for Lute Olson back uh, way back in the day, um, begged coach Olson to take him again like one of the top small forwards could have gone to any school in (laughs) in the west coast at least um and Luke told him well you can come but you have to register and Ricky was like I'm in so Ricky so (laughs) uh pretty much by saying like look I don't care who doesn't come I know I know at least one of you are and whoever wants it first gets it so uh that's when Rich and I first met uh, we were roommates our freshman year. Our friend, our conversation was like, look, I have a TV. He's like, I got an Xbox. I was like, all right, I'll see you in three months. Perfect. And, and, and yeah. from there, we kind of, you know, we, we lived together those first two years and uh, friendship grew from there. The, the funny thing is, remember, Ricky Anderson, and this is how small of a world it is. Ricky Anderson, who played on the same AAU team, I believe is Josh Cronkey. Didn't he play on the same yeah. AAU team? Because yeah. he had to go take a visit to Missouri. He had to go take a visit to Missouri. That was like the one. He was like, I can't commit on this visit. I have to go do this 
because you know it, it not that wasn't even a favor it was more of like out of respect like i you know the, i had already had this plan his dad was was real old school our parents were like me and luke's parents were like you guys can do whatever you want so ricky had to go do one more visit and me and luke were like well ricky you enjoy that trip we're both going to commit we're, we're, we're both going to commit why you do that uh no, no yeah that that's that's that was one of the things and just so people understand how competitive the West Coast was at the time, the other two small forwards from the West Coast, from California, were Matt Barnes and Tayshaun Prince. So you're talking about, you wow. know, four four small forwards that all played 10 plus years in this league. You know, all of us are champions now that I think about it. I won a championship. You did Tayshaun with Detroit and then Matt Barnes won with Golden State. But we were the ones that were just going around playing in AAU tournaments, playing against each other. So the West Coast was was really, really competitive when it came to like our position. Wow. Okay, so how does Channing fit into this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best piece of the puzzle here. Hold on. So, wait, let me tell Rick, my Rick story. Richard and I like to have a good time in college. So when it came time to host recruits uh and if it was a recruit a recruit that uh that luke coach olson really wanted he would put richard and i on the job so he gave us chaining that's a bestowed wow. honor you gotta earn that yeah you gotta earn that they, listen yeah. you gotta earn we, that because you can go on some shitty recruiting business we, we used to host recruits for other teams yeah. <laughs> <Chang>. <laughs> We used to host recruits for like the volleyball team. I remember Coach Rubio, and I know it was Coach Rubio, who's the head volleyball coach, would be like, Hey, Rich, Luke, are you guys doing anything this weekend? Because we have a couple of recruits <laughs> in town. One of them ended up marrying our best friend, Justin Wessel. Uh, you know, shout, shout out. But uh, Stephanie Saragosa at the time before she became a Wessel. But yeah, we were the kind of, we were the, we were the recruiters uh, in our little, in our little group. And we, and we found out quickly Channing needed a lot of help. Like he coming out of St. Mary's, he was <laughs> you think he's special now. You should have seen this skinny, this skinny little kid coming out of St. Mary's. Oh, so uh That's we took cool. him under our wing. Like Rich said, we used to load up in the car and drive down to Phoenix because ultimately, like that's what Wait, what kind uh, of car did y'all ride up in? Let, let's stop asking questions, bro. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, Lute, Lute Olson built so a very smart. like a, a family. Uh, program. So like we all had each other's backs. We would do whatever for each other. Uh, and Channing was becoming the newest member of that family. So we would load up in the car, drive down to Phoenix, go to his high school games, heckle him from the crowd. Cause we also talked about that. <laughs> uh, no and if way. he was going to be oh, one yeah. of us, he had to be able to handle that. So, Oh yeah. 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 Oh, I remember yeah. Channing had two little uh, twins on his team that were better the than Channing. They shot all they the shots. at Oregon state. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We were, okay, wait. We were... So Luke and Rich played together. Yep. Luke and Channing played together. Rich, yep. you did right. not yeah. play with Channing. I I lied to Channing. Rich lied, lied to my damn face. Well, I did the same thing to you that Mike Bibby did to me. Mike Bibby was like, hey, come here. I'm going to be throwing you lobs all day. And I'm like, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, I said the same thing to Channing. Like, Channing, man, come here. Me and Luke, we got you. Jay Gardner, we're going to be like top five in the country, if not number one in the country. Like, come on, it's going to be great. Oh, I'm not coming back for my senior year. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not coming back. That <laughs> was a good I, decision yeah. for everyone, Richard. I recruit. I I signed early because literally, like they were like, "Hey, Channing, you're not the best." They were like, "But we believe in you." And they were like, "Here's a list of all the centers that want to come here," and we're talking like 
obviously Tyson Chandler didn't do it, but like Tyson Chandler, this guy, Michael Fay, there's some other like really big name guys at the time. They were like, you're down here. They we believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, if you want to come here, you might have to redshirt. I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to redshirt, but I'll bust my ass this summer so that I can play. And then um, they were just like, well, you're going to have to tell the world you're committing now. I took one unofficial visit. Luke and and uh, and them, we they end up sticking me with Gilbert uh, <laughs> half the night, which was interesting to say the least. Uh, but then I end up committing, and then then, then it got fun because then I could just kind of hang out with the guys. But then yeah, I was like, man, I can't wait next year. Look at all these. We're gonna be playing. We're gonna be so good. And literally, Luke got left with us. It was Luke and Ricky <laughs> and Jay Gardner with five freshmen: <laughs> Will, Salim, myself. Uh, Isaiah Fox and Dennis Lattimore. Yeah, Will Bynum, so we ended up, NBA fans. We ended up getting back into the top, the top ten. That yeah, year, we were no, no, we were number one in the country for a little bit. Yeah, but preseason they dropped. They, oh, it, preseason Lute we were Olsen, trash. Lute Olsen had a, a a record of however many straight years his teams were ranked top twenty five. We went to the national championship game, and then all those guys left, and the media decided to Idiots. break that record of his and vote. Arizona out of the top 25. Um, but and we end but up beating to, Maryland the no, first game of the season. But so so yeah. this is what happened. And this was what was great. I, I believe it's true. You guys played. Did you guys play at MSG? Did you guys play at yeah. MSG? So yeah. they played at MSG. So I was in New York. I literally, I, I think I might have made sure I didn't foul anyone at the end of my game with the Nets so I can get into my car and sprint to MSG to go watch these guys play. And they won like a couple of games. So even though they weren't in the preseason top 25, they crushed it. Uh, maybe it was the NIT or something. And then they ended up winning that. So they got back in the top 25. But again, like we we talk about this and it's like our lives have been intertwined for, for you know, it feels like, you know, 20, 20 plus years at this point. Yeah, it has it, been 20 it, plus it years. Back big to, it goes back to Lute Olsen, right? Like he's, yeah. He, yeah. he's the one, he's, he's the godfather that, uh, brought us all together and has kind of gave us the pathway uh, to, for so many of us to have uh, success uh, post post college. Yeah, uh, b- I mean, basically, I- yeah, yeah. Coach, I mean, Coach O was the one that like made basketball fun, right? And it was like just do your job, and then you just do that the best you can. And realistically, you never really had to worry about numbers, right? And which is a weird concept, right? You were just like. Guys, yeah, Richard averaged 12 points. It was a lottery pick. Like, you don't have to average numbers. You just got to win. And if you win, win, you're going to be on TV. Yeah. You and just and Allie, like, average 11. Channing, Channing was bad. Like, he was like a three-star recruit. And by the oh, time we were all sitting <laughs> done with him, he was, a, he was a higher pick than all of us. Yes. That this was the funniest part. I was like, I was like, they were asking me. I remember we hung, me and Channing hung out a bunch before his senior year, and finally I was like, Channing, what are you doing, bro? You can't be hanging out. You got to go get ready. It's your senior year, and so we wouldn't let him come to Vegas. Our end of the our end of the I'm summer still mad Vegas about trip. that. It was one of the best trips of all time. We rented out Fuck the you. real world. We rented out the real world suite and just had just a, a a good time with a bunch of our friends. But Channing. Towards the end of the year, as a tournament, like one of our scouts, Ed Stefanski, he goes, hey, you, you know your buddy Channing Fry, man? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think they're doing all right. He's like, oh, they have him projected top 10. I'm like, they have him projected what? <laughs> top what? They're like, oh, yeah, he's been bought. I'm like, there is no way. Channing Fry, you guys have him going in the top 10? 
Yeah. Everyone does, not we, just one idiot. No, because we beat because you know what happened is I was a center, which we all know, like eventually I'm not really a center, right? Especially not in the league. But Andrew Bogut was the unanimous number one that year, and we beat them. And we I played really good that game. And then in the tournament, uh before you know that one, the infamous game, I was killing it. And even in the game that we lost, I had 24, 16, and five. I was absolutely destroying people. Yeah, I'll never forget it. <laughs> never forget it. <laughs> I mean, I do want to know. Yeah. I do want to know this because you guys obviously rave about Lou and you, your time at Arizona. And if you watch the documentary, I think you get a good grasp of it. Um, because the family aspect, the family dynamic, but also his ability to like balance being able to coach you guys. Like, what was it, especially Luke, for you as a coach now? Are there things that you picked up from him? Or what, what was his ability like to be able to, to kind of walk that fine line and get the most out of you guys? And, and here you are, so many of you are a part of this story, you know, yeah. and, and telling what his impact was like. Well, he, he was amazing because in, in the, the, the fun part of wa- watching the doc was like hearing the same stories with from Damon's mouth or from JT's mouth or Steve. Um, so he had this ability of where like his core values were his core values. And we were going to practice the fundamentals of the game every single day. Um, but he would change how the team would play depending on who his best players were and, uh, what was going to give their team the best chance of winning. So, you know, being firm and strong as a leader to where he's consistent and he challenges us every day, but then also being open-minded enough to recognize when the game should be shifted from the bigs to Damon and, and, uh, and Khalid Reed. Um, You know, I remember my first three years there, it was like, I wasn't allowed to do much other than what my job (laughs) was. And then once Richard and Gilbert and all them left, he called, Jay Gardner and I up to the office and he's like, look, this is your team. Now we need more out of you guys and you have more freedom to do what you want. And I like, and I think it was Damon telling the story, a very similar story to that. So uh, his ability to give ownership um, and freedom to the players that, that deserved it and, and that he was going to need to take their teams to, you know, championship levels uh, was, was very impressive. And the, the, yeah. the hard part was you just didn't recognize it uh, at the time. Like somebody said, I it was Steve was like, uh, you're, you're, you're a little bit afraid of him. Like you love him. Yeah. Like a, like a, that part. A, he's, he's your grandfather, your grandfather, yeah, but yeah. you're a little bit afraid of him. And, and that was, he, the, yeah. he has hands bigger than mine, Allie. Oh, but he'd but be like, he would, Channing, are you here? The Tom Tolbert stuff where the, the oh, uh, so funny. Like there was somebody on each team that was Tom Tolbert. So like I'm sitting there watching the doc and just laughing, thinking about, you know, how many times for us, that was probably Isaiah Fox. Oh um, my God. Who, Big Fox. Know, he's, he's coaching too. You know, he, he was uh, on our staff in LA for a year. Now he's been with the Philly G league for a, a bunch of years, but coach just pushed and pushed and pushed and made people better and better. Yeah, well, the, the thing about him being like your grandfather, it's like you didn't want to let him down. Like we always – he never cussed. Like think about that. Never cussed. Never. And he had to coach me and Gilbert and like a bunch of crazy people. Chris never Rogers. Cussed. Chris, Chris Rogers. Yeah, a lot of people. But he never cussed. But to Luke's point, like 
we were always just kind of in the moment. And I remember we won the Maui Classic. We won the Maui Classic, and this was my junior year. And I'm walking to go do an interview with him uh, to go do like a thing. And he was like, yes, Richard. So, you know, you know, the, the, the NBA scouts are going to want to continue to see you playing high level defense. When, when we played well and won the championship, we had Michael Dickerson and Jason Terry. And he's saying this to me and I'm sitting here like, coach, are you talking to me about the NBA? Like I'm freaked. Like it was more of just like, he knew how to give you just like incremental compliments or incremental boost to let you know, like, Hey, you were a freshman with Jason Terry. Now you're a sophomore. And every single time we record a podcast, the trash comes. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but it every is, is time. Un- every time it's uncanny. Um, but it was just, he just knew how to do it in such an incremental way that almost like you were like, you would be caught back, like, because he's telling you he believes in you and he's telling you how to go be successful. He's like, hey, when we won a championship, we had great defenders and I believe you can be one of those elite defenders. He's saying this to me casually and he never talked to me. He never talked to me, he yelled at me and asked me if I was going to class. And so now he's having a conversation with me and I'm just a li- not freaked out, but just being like, holy shit, this man who has seen all the basketball is kind of telling me he believes in me that I can play at the next level, which we all believe it because we're arrogant, but like you just, you don't get confirmation until you've been confirmed. So he just had a special knack to know how to incrementally give people more and more responsibility and allow them to grow. Uh, I think, uh, so one summer I went from like 205 pounds to 235 pounds. And I remember, like, I bust my ass. I stayed there, did all this, you know, lifting and all this on summer. And the end of the summer, he saw me. And he was just like, you know, grabbed my shoulders and goes, this is what I'm talking about. More of this. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I'm like, what? And he slammed me. You know, he kind of hits me on my shoulders. Like, I'm proud of you for the work you put in. And I was like, oh, shit. Thanks, coach. You know, this is awesome. And he's like, go down there and work on your free throw or something. But, like, so off the court. Was crazy. So my junior year, I was taking classes because I didn't know if I was going to leave or not. That that year we were bad, but like we lost in the first round. But like that, I, that was my best statistical year. And so I'm trying to take these classes uh, to to get as far along, you know, for graduating as possible. And Coach O comes and looks at my schedule, and he's like, "Are you taking a class at seven o'clock at night?" And I was like. Yeah, coach, I like, you know, I know our schedule, so I got to take it to do this. He goes, absolutely not. You have worked too hard to do this about basketball and blah, blah. He goes, are you going to be a scientist? He goes, (laughs) (laughs) he was like, stop doing that. He was like, man, you're so, he was basically like, you're so close. Don't, because you're going to be exhausted, right? By telling class, you know, don't do that. Switch where where is uh I forgot her name the tutoring lady get get her on uh, Jen, was Jennifer Muse was it Muse yes was it Jennifer Muse, Muse. Yes. Get, oh, get wow. Jennifer and you know and fix it but seriously how is the land you guys are balling out in Cleveland it's cool it is I will say this like I said balling. I told I told Luke like he you know he had some coaching options and I was like dude Cleveland is the spot that is where you need to go one hundred options. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Isn't I'm actually going to rem- step in. I'm going to step that in. How you, here. Is that how you remember it? Is that you'll never do Cleveland it? like that? Um, what is there a question here? What is, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> 
if it's about Cleveland, yes, we are having a blast. The kids are loving. The kids are loving it. Um, the fans here are incredible. Like Amazing. you go to the grocery store, and there's like there's like sixty five year old uh, women that are like they know everyone on the team, and they want you know everyone in this city is very invested uh, in, in the Cavs uh, and get behind the Cavs. Um, coaching with JV has been awesome. Uh, and, and the rest of the staff that he's put together. So, um, it's so far, it's been a a great, uh, a a great move and having a lot of fun doing it. What's one thing about Donovan Mitchell that you found out that he does better when you see him every day than when you're just like, you know, when you just watch him on the, on the jazz. Um, he's, He's got that 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 factor. Like when it's big moments, his game rises, and, and he's mm-hmm. he he. You know, there's different levels of all stars, and, and he's one of those guys that you know you can count on. And you see the way that he works, the way that he takes care of his body. These are things that you just don't know about people until you're either playing with them or coaching them. Uh, his commitment to his craft is very very high level uh, from an understanding of reads, how he's being covered um, and, and to how he, he takes care of his body and, and works on his game is, is what you want out of, out of your players. And the crazy thing is when we got him, he's 26 now. Uh, he was damn. 25. So like he, he, I know damn is right because he, <laughs> he's been he's doing it a long time. Guy. Yeah. He's I been doing like, it a long time and he's the old one of the group, right. Of the, of that core of you know dg and ev and ja like uh, these guys are young so the the future here is, is very bright and, and the fact that you know they get to keep you know growing together and going through all this stuff together uh you know is, is exciting i, I want to ask about evan mobley uh really yeah. quickly just uh and then ali you can as it like evan mobley I think he has a chance to be like special special now i know mm-hmm. he's super young and he's got so much talent around him there's some players that benefit from like, hey, you're going to play 35 minutes a night and you're going to get baptized and you're going to learn to grow and be that dude. And then there's certain guys that are like, hey, you're going to get 15, 20, 25, 30 minutes a night and you're going to have to learn within a winning environment. Like, how do you think that that's, you know, getting Donovan here? How do you think that that's kind of like impacted his kind of growth? And do you think that there are things that he can do even within that kind of team like space because there is so much talent around him? Yeah, he's the the great thing about Ev is he really doesn't even need the ball to help you win. Like they like we got the, you know the top defense in the NBA and a huge part of that is what him and JA do as far as protecting that paint. Um but from from making, you know, making the extra pass to putting out fires defensively um to being able to score and rebound, like he does all these things Uh, that lead to winning and and there's a lot of players in the league that will put up bigger better numbers and their teams lose all the time Uh, so with ev we're just continuing uh, to work with him becoming more aggressive because he naturally always wants to make the right play and as you know richard like for for channing uh like for role players you should always make the right play uh when you're as good as as Ev He's and really some good. of these yeah. star, like these all stars around the league, like the right play uh, isn't always as good as 
getting a little more selfish and aggressive yourself. So, um, you know, he, he works on his game extremely hard. Uh, he's going to help us win no matter what he's doing out there, just by the way he plays. Uh, but, you know, even JB challenged him to start, you know, shooting three three pointers a game. Like that's how high we think of what Ev is going to become uh, in the work that he puts in. Like his his work ethic is every day. Like we do our work every day uh, post-practice and you can see it like he's you guys will see at some point this year he's going to start making threes once he starts shooting them and that's just going to help open up you know a lot more for us offensively um but he is he is the real deal and he is about nothing but winning and that's uh you know it's great to have a, a young man his age that doesn't really care about all the other stuff he wants to get better uh and he wants to win basketball games and, and that's that uh, shows a lot of maturity for for someone. Uh, I think what's at 21, 22 years old. Talk about young, certainly special and indeed really fun to watch. Um, Luke, before we let you go and Rich go, we all take Athletic Greens. We love taking AG1. We do our AG1 tip of the day, which Richard likes to give a tip of the day either to an NBA player or an NBA coach. So maybe he'd like to give you a tip, Luke, before you go. AG one, okay, I've been on so. AG, I've been on AG one for like for like five or six years now. Oh, amazing! Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, I worked with a, a sports uh, psychologist, Mike Gervais, and he put me on it. Like, like maybe even longer than that. But I've been on that for a while. I start. I start. Oh, are you day trying with, to get a sponsorship too, bro? Are you trying to? I don't trying know, to take I don't a have one. We have it at the facility. So I, oh, okay. I, I, I so. start. I start my morning with one every morning. <laughs> You start your morning. Yes. Yeah. You know what? See, that's why we're all brothers. We all just inadvertently just do all the exact same things. So my 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 AG one tip of the day is listen to Luke Walton. <laughs> listen that's to Luke Walton. That's, that's my tip of the day. That's a fantastic yeah. tip. Listen to him. Richard start your morning and, with Richard AG1. and Shannon did it when they were young and look where they're at now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was about to say, wow. Look at yeah. us all getting along. Love it. No, Luke, no. you're amazing. Thanks for being so brave. Uh, Allie, thank you for on. bringing some maturity to this group. <laughs> thank you. You're the kindness. You're uh, and I do encourage everyone to go out and check out that documentary narrated by Luke. They're all a part of it. Their brotherhood from Arizona. It is a spectacular documentary. Podium U did a wonderful job. So thanks to all of you guys uh, for sharing your stories and they're endless and it's wonderful. So Luke, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys. Hey, it's Kevin Hart with my friend Catherine O'Hare. Tis I. And we're cash backing on our entire holiday gift list with Chase Freedom Unlimited. We are. How about cologne for Jack? You know what? That's cash backing and it's in the air. Ooh, and I love this scarf for Barbara. And I love the cash backing. Ooh, focus on the giving, Kevin. And, and one more on the list. Somebody named Ke Kev. Kevin. Yes. <laughs> How do you cash back? Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Hey, Road Trippin'. Our next partner has a product we're personally using every day. We're all taking Athletic Greens because we want more energy, better immune systems, and we all got tired of taking pills and vitamins. Want to see what the hype is all about? It's obvious. Every scoop of Athletic Greens tastes great and helps us to feel our best in the morning. We have the peace of mind knowing that we're beginning every day with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, and even probiotics. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. 
So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin' and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin'. Get started today. This episode of Road Trippin' is brought to you by Mindy. Mindy offers a line of safe and trusted hemp-derived CBD products. And I cannot skip out on the fact that it is a women-owned company. I know what you're all thinking. Allie, wow, you've never sounded this hype when you're doing these reads. Well, it's because I had a full night's sleep last night. Since learning about Mindy, I've been eating their delicious gummies and using their CBD stick during the daytime, morning, and night. And before bed, I take some of Mindy's sleep tincture and always get a good night's rest. I woke up today with a ton of energy and was ready to roll despite having had a jam-packed schedule with TV and travel. Mindy's products are all natural for pain, sleep, stress, and energy. With Mindy, you have a choice between full spectrum and no THC. Mindy is a safe, inclusive choice if you're new to CBD. And oh, did I mention they're a women-owned company? Some things are just worth saying twice. Listen up, Road Trippers. You can save 30% off your first Mindy purchase with this exclusive offer. Just enter the promo code ROADTRIPPIN at checkout. It's 30% off your first Mindy purchase when you enter the promo code ROADTRIPPIN at checkout today. Hey, road trippers, Channing, Richard, and I all live on the West Coast now, but we love watching our Cavs play, but they don't always show their games in our local markets. This season, though, we've discovered an amazing trick that lets us watch every single NBA game live for a fraction of the normal cost. It's called ExpressVPN, and here's how it works. Sure, the NBA offers League Pass, which lets you stream games online, but if you live outside the U.S. or Canada, it doesn't let you watch all of them. Some games, they're blacked out. So what do you do? Fire up ExpressVPN and use it to change your location to a different country. Buy and use NBA League Pass from there and boom, no more blackouts. Depending on the country, NBA League Pass could cost less than 15 bucks for a whole year. ExpressVPN works on your computer, phone, router, and consoles like Fire TV, so you can watch all the games from any device. Even when we're not watching NBA games, we're using ExpressVPN for stuff like Netflix or Disney Plus to access thousands of extra shows that are only available in other countries' libraries. Enjoy all 1,230 games of the NBA season in crystal clear HD with the world's most trusted VPN, ExpressVPN. Use our special link today and get three months free at expressvpn.com slash roadtrippin'. Then you can use ExpressVPN to sign up for NBA League Pass at a huge discount. That's expressvpn.com slash roadtrippin' for three free months with a one-year package, expressvpn.com slash roadtrippin'. All right, Channing. Yes. Let's actually start. We're going to start this this part off with um, your Chase Freedom Cashback Player of the Week presented by Chase. The guy that you've had your eye on since the last time we spoke, the last several days, if you will. What player in the NBA? Uh, I mean, big Shea Gildress Alexander fan, big, uh, him. I feel like, you know, obviously AD didn't play that much the last game, but Anthony Davis is having a crazy week. Um, those two guys, but yeah, Shea Gildress Alexander to me is like that guy. He's, he might win most improved all-star starter. If the Thunder win two or three more games, like he's been balling. Do you see him staying in Oklahoma City? Yeah, they should keep him. I think yeah. having a guy like that, he can always take steps back and still be effective. Mm. I think. I think you're just seeing his full capacity because he's at full freedom. But 
is because this team needs him to do that for them to even have a chance at winning. Mm -hmm. Uh, So hopefully if you put somebody next to him that he can trust, they can work together, coincide together. Nice. Okay. So that's your chase freedom cashback player of the week presented by chase. However, I know you have to give some love and give your flowers, please. Just for a moment, maybe to Anthony Davis. Oh yeah, I do. I know you've been impressed. It's ridiculous what he's doing, but mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now that train is going, you show me consistency, right? I yep. don't need, you know, the streak he went on, I'm perfectly fine with that. Don't just do that and then disappear for a month, right? Mm-hmm. Like for me, if there, you know, I don't know how many games are left, 50, give me 40 out of 50 that are special. Give mm-hmm. me 20 to 30, and then you may have a 40-point game in there, here and there. But your his aggression levels on both sides of the court. I think, and everyone's going to say this, everyone knows it. He's finally embraced playing a center, which doesn't even exist anymore. He's a matchup problem. Uh, he's more active uh, around the basketball. He's getting downhill. Uh, he's not settling for bad threes or floating. Um, he's playing really good basketball. So it's like about time. What is it that, what is it? Is it like a switch? Do you think it's a mentality? What is it you think? Is it simply just embrace? I, I, because the I think, efficiency is so much better. Yeah. You look at a shot chart yeah. and the way in which he's uh, getting his buckets. So I think he bought in, all right? So he bought in mentally, goes, okay, I'll play to five. Then he had success, one game, two games, three games. And now I think the game is more simple for him where he's not like, how am I going to get a shot? His mm-hmm. activity is there where he's like, oh, I, I can screen and roll. I don't have to pop every single time. You know, not playing him, playing him at the four where he's like me just floating around uh, is not really where he's dynamic, right? He's dynamic when he's going north and south and he's dribbling the ball. He's finishing around the rim. He's attacking smaller matchups or driving at bigger matchups. Like he's a matchup problem when he's aggressive. Are you into the belief the Lakers had one eight of ten? They have dropped their last two. Mm-hmm. Obviously, very shorthanded because without that of AD in Cleveland, and then obviously, no Braun, no AD, no Pat Beverly, no Winnie Gabriel in Toronto. Um, think the Lakers may have turned a corner? No. Or are they still? No. No. But I, I think, think about this. They won eight out of 10 and mm-hmm. because Anthony Davis was playing out of his skull. And yeah. you need, and, and some of those teams are bad, right? Mm-hmm. You needed 55 to beat Orlando or something like that. Like, I forgot the team. It's like, you barely beat up on the Spurs who are like one in 11, the last 12 games. Right. And so for me, it's like, you're still not addressing the problem. They don't have scoring. Uh, They are, are they fast? Are they slow? Like what is the Lakers? Um, I think this is who they are. Right. I think they're going to be in a a 37, 38 win team this year. Maybe Uh, unless they get, yeah. Unless they get some help. They got to make trades. They're too, they're too crusty. Too crusty. They're too crusty. All right. Two teams that are not crusty, but I do need to get your opinion. We saw the Suns and Celtics meet up in Phoenix. Did that win say more about the Celtics or more about the Suns? Uh, The Celtics. I mean, the Celtics are the best team, man. They're to me, they have an opportunity. I think I said this on this podcast, uh, if they win it this year, I think they have an opportunity to, to become a dynasty. Mm-hmm. I think they have youth. I think week, they yep. have culture. 
I think they have everything that you need shooting. Uh, their players are at the right age now where stats don't really matter, just wins. Um, and then they've been doing this without Robert Williams. So, like, you add him back into the lineup, that's going to help their defense even more. Um, but the Suns, I think, are a great team. I just – I think they lack a physical, bouncy forward. I think Cam Johnson, uh, you know, and Jay Crowder were great for them, whether that's shooting or spacing or defensively. I feel like they lack that in their roster. They do think they do say or expect, hopefully anticipate Robert Williams coming back at Christmas time. So Ooh. I can only imagine what that means and where they go from here. Um, I know you watched a lot of hoops this week. What other teams? What about the situation in Atlanta with Trey uh, Young? Let's kind of do a whip around the league. My honest opinion is this could have been solved if he would have just shown up. I don't know the itch. I don't know mm-hmm. what was said, but. I know that with, you know, great power comes great responsibility, uh, Spider-Man. Uh, so for me, for me, I have to really look, right? If I'm the Hawks, you have DeJounte Murray. You, you want to establish a good culture. And if your main superstar guy is not bought in wholly to that culture, right? I mean, how many are you going to switch coaches again? Right, Nate's done a really good job while he's there, um, but me looking from the outside, you can't be a superstar and throw a little fit and not go to the game. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the issue, so I may be completely wrong or off. But from the outside, I go, well, if you want to act up, that's why we have Dejounte Murray here. Yeah, your latest surprise team, one you had your eye on, one you've had your eye on. <clears throat> uh, you know what I'm. Uh, obviously the Blazers, I'm out here. Uh, Jeremy Grant, I think, is an all-star this year. I think he's playing like that. Uh, I think they've done a good job staying afloat. Well, Damian Lillard. <laughs> well, Damian Lillard. <laughs> uh, isn't there. Uh, who else? Toronto, even though they lost to Boston, I think is a very good team. I think they're going to be tough to play in the playoffs. The length oh, does disgusting. not go away. No, they have a but except for Van Vliet, everyone is six five to six ten, and they don't have a position. And Pascal Siakam's having a career year; he's been balling, balling out of his mind. You love to see it. Is it is so impressive. Yeah, the Nets were the Nets were on a, a bit of a, a turnaround. I mean, again, since we've talked a lot about them and, and the Lakers and what we've needed to see. And we just talked about the Lakers and their kind of turnaround. They had one six of seven before dropping that game to the Celtics. You know what? I think anytime you have a team with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irvin, you, you're going to go on wins like this, but mm-hmm. what are they consistently, right? Is who are they? And I think for me, they have to address some issues, you know, with that roster um, and then their defense. It's like that, that has to get better. And you're asking Kevin Durant to be, MVP caliber Evan, Kevin Durant to win games, that to me is tough. That's hard to sustain. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, what else you got? What else is on your, your brain? You are doing a wine yeah. tasting. So we're doing a wine tasting here at Widen and Kennedy. Uh, 
you know, we know some people work here, so they've asked to reach out. And so we're going to tell our story, uh, going to get interviewed, tell our story, pour some wine, uh, shake hands, kiss babies. And then tomorrow I look at vineyards. By the way, <laughs> this is completely off topic. However, yeah. you should go to chosenfamilywines.com and get you a bottle for the holidays. <laughs> I've checked out their holiday packs the other day. Um, they're phenomenal. Shaq being thrown into the Christmas tree. It's hilarious. Dead. Were you there that night? Yeah, I went home. I'm I'm done on at seven on Tuesdays. Oh, so I went home and was chilling. Shaq is hilarious. He oh, is hilarious. Oh my god, he's such a funny person. Oh my god, he's incredible. All right, well, that'll do it. Unless you've got something. Perfect. Else. I got nothing. All right. Well, I think this is all one edition of Road Trippin'. So yeah, we will sign off without thanks that to big- Luke. Such an awesome storyteller. He's wonderful. He's great.